0: Welcome to No Such Thing as Normal Podcast with Natalie Hayes
1: and Jess McKeon. This is a casual podcast where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about in order to help you normalize your real life, because really we're all just a bunch of weirdos having a completely human experience in a society that asks us to pretend like or not. And I'm your host, Jess, a gifted spirit baby
0: medium who facilitates deep soul healing by channeling divine messages.
1: I'm your other host, Natalie, and I'm a trauma-informed, intuitive mindset and manifestation coach. Be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts, watch our 100%
0: unedited episodes on YouTube, and you can also follow us on IG at no such thing as normal pod for more weirdo and woo-woo content.
1: Yes, and if you like this episode, please be sure to rate and review (laughs) so that more people can find us and unleash their weird with you. Yes, failed it. Weird. We did (laughs) did so good this week. (laughs) No messing up. Although
0: we were just chatting that it's been kind of a weird, crazy week. And we're wondering if you guys feel that too. And I think we often just kind of say that a lot like, is it weird? Does it feel weird? What's going on? What's going on? We will text each other that quite a bit and just feel into, like, I would say, like the collective energy. Wouldn't you say that's kind of what we're tapping into?
1: Yeah. It's some weird shit right now. It's weird in the collective.
0: It's weird. And we think there's something coming in September. Yeah. We're not quite sure, but, uh, you know, when we're so tapped into the energies, you can kind of feel this momentum. is how I like to describe it Mm -hmm. and you can feel this pressure and you can feel this sort of thing. And I'm not sure where it's going, but it's kind of like getting prepared, get yourself prepared. Um, and one of the good ways to
1: prepare yourself is with boundaries, which is what we're going to chat about today. Yeah, boundaries. I feel like momentum is a really good word. I haven't been able to like put a finger on what I'm feeling because I called it the not so calm before the storm, but I think it's not <laughs> I think it's not so calm because it's, it's building. It's like momentum building. Yeah, it really feels strange. So boundaries, first line of defense. Yes. <laughs>
0: I love that. And so speaking of that, right. Like when I was learning about boundaries, cause I apparently had none, um, I would build like fences, literal fences in my imagination. You know, sometimes it was like a white picket fence. <laughs> sometimes it was like a brick wall. Um, and I would always kind of see like holes in them or things I needed to fix, or should I make it taller or whatever? And I found that process actually like really exhausting to kind of like constantly, like maintain my boundaries and think about my boundaries, because that's literally how I interpreted like making boundaries. When I first started, I was like, Oh, like this is what it looks like. Um, and then I had this like really beautiful session with spirit. And I was like, this is too much. You know, I just, this is a lot of energy and, you know, I feel like I'm doing it wrong spirit. I feel like this isn't (laughs) working for me. And they gave me this, this image of letting the boundaries start from within you and, and radiate outwards. So they're saying like, put it in your aura so that, you know, wherever you go, it's kind of like the fence or the wall would just like whoosh, expand. And then, you know, when you didn't really need that big or that tight of a boundary, whoosh, it could come in. Right. Because what I found when I was like making a wall is what keep everybody out you know even people that i wanted to let in and so i had mm-hmm. to kind of like find a more flexible imagery for my boundaries and so when i have it from an internal space um it's really beautiful um so i liked that that helped me kind of shift my thinking about boundaries um how do you like envision boundaries is it like a visual
1: thing for you i i don't know i maybe not for boundaries for protection which i guess is a form of boundary i'll like put up mental protections before like going into work in the ER or if I'm going to be around a ton of people, which like I didn't, I was in Vegas this last weekend, got stranded. Oh, wow. That's a different story. Um, <laughs> I, um, didn't put up boundaries and I noticed like my period was five days late oh. for no reason. Like, and I really feel like it has something to do with having not been around all of those people. And then just being like, swarmed with people and other people's energies. And I wasn't taking the time in the morning to like put up my protections, which that's a form of boundaries. Yeah. Why do we forget to put up our boundaries? I, I think the more aware you become, the more in tune you are with where you don't have boundaries. It's like you, like over the last year, I know we've talked about before that I just feel so much more sensitive. So it's like, I need to put up those boundaries more so now than I maybe had to in the past.
0: Yeah, like if I forget to put up my boundaries, my ass will be kicked. Yeah. And I will feel it and I'll be like, Oh man, oh my god, you're like, you know, you kind of forgot that. <laughs> should have <so>, done it. <laughs> they did a little dance with their shoulders. <laughs> but sometimes I'll do like a crystal jewelry or some kind of something just to mm-hmm. remind me. Like, I need sometimes like visual reminders to be like, you know. And then sometimes, especially if I'm gonna be around certain people or certain groups, yeah, like Vegas or whatever. Um, I'll try to put up extra things or bring that mindset. Um, because I find that like I need different boundaries or different things with different people or different situations. Um, every time I go by a cemetery, I go boundaries up, protections <laughs> up, no hitchhikers. And it's just like an automatic thing, and I think with with that one, it it sends like this quick like um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's like slippery. Uh huh. So nobody can stick it's on. Nobody can blah, stick. Blah, blah, no hitchhikers. And I just kind of like grease myself up. I guess. Yeah imagine that as I drive past cemeteries, um, because I also like, you know, I kind of feel in those spirits a lot. And so I just, you know, protect myself in that way. Um, put your spiritual lube on (laughs) coming to you from the G spot projector over here. It's your spiritual
1: lube. So nobody sticks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, speaking of which, have you ever had sex with a spirit? (laughs) Where did this turn? (laughs) Um, personally, no, but actually I, when I first met Jenna, I met her simultaneously meeting a medium at, at a bar and the medium that I met had told me a story that she had had sexual interactions with spirits.
0: Yeah. I think I remember when I was young, like waking up and feeling a person, like a man type of spirit over me and feeling very like sexual. And I wasn't like into that. I don't think I'd even had sex yet. I was pretty young at that time, but I was just like, Whoa, that's weird. Like it definitely felt like a sexual type of energy. And I've definitely read that. So, you know, so boundaries, so So boundaries can't have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) We are selling this concept. So good. Um, and I think like how I learned that I don't have boundaries is, you know, if I look at my past, I was a people pleaser, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was always sort of extending and overextending and trying to make everybody else happy. And um, people could just come and take free will. There was no fence. The gate was open. Any energy you needed, woo, I was just giving it out like hotcakes. And I just thought, Oh, being eternally exhausted is life. You know, right. this, is, this is how I'm supposed to live because I'm making all these other people happy. And once I started to put up boundaries, the first layer of like putting up boundaries, you've seen all those like cute memes on Instagram. It's like, you know, it's going to be hard for those other people. And they're going to like call you a bitch and everything. And sure enough, you know, they are losing their benefits. Um, mm-hmm. and so that was really hard for me because I didn't know how to be like kind with my boundaries. You know, I was
1: like aggressive, <laughs> aggressive,
0: aggressive, boundaries, <laughs> barbed wire, get the fuck out. I was like, Oh, is this how we do it? So I like had a very like steep learning curve of like how to do boundaries. And now that I actually have some boundaries in and I respect them myself. Oh, it feels so damn good. It feels so good because you're choosing yourself and you're choosing what makes you happy. And you're choosing your safety, your security, the word that spirit's been using a lot with me lately in sessions is your sanctity. Mm -hmm. Like this feeling of like a sanctuary within, you know, you can be
1: calm and cool and collect. So. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody can violate your boundaries unless you let them. What? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> are there about- like little?
0: Are there like little holes on your ba- boundaries that say, Are there glory holes? <laughs>
1: glory holes on your boundaries? <laughs> on your
0: boundary where people can just stick things right in and be like, "Hey, no. surprise!
1: It's We're in a, a sexual thing. mood
0: today, people. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a sexual mood today, people. Um, Okay. So is that because you kind of, from our last episodes kind of want that to be poked? You want to know about that whole. Yes. You
1: know? yeah. If you experience like a breach of your boundaries, you're in yeah. some way calling it in. Like you have to respect your own boundaries and then other people follow suit. It's just like you teach people how to treat you. And I saw a really cool meme the other day about boundaries, like meme. It's not a meme, it's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you're is a meme now. That memey thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it said like, I'm not putting my boundaries in place to hurt you. I'm doing it so that we can have a deeper relationship. Like, yes. Boundaries are just you teaching people how to treat you. Yeah. And if somebody violates them, you're in some way calling it in because you want to experience that, or it's just calling in another opportunity for you to create a new boundary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think like, I, when people violated my boundaries, I'd be like, how dare you? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it was all variable. you, Yeah. You, you, you versus like, oh, and I, I've heard that concept of like, you know, teaching you how to teaching people how to treat you. And it's hard for me to grasp. Right. right. It's, it's a, um, because I think what I realized was that I didn't even know how I wanted to be treated. Right. Still coming off of that people-pleasing recovery space. I kind of, after I got out, out of that space, I kind of went into that shamanic training, which is where I learned about boundaries because <laughs> I would go into like journeys and there's all kinds of things in the journeys. There's people, mm-hmm. there's animals, there's all kinds of things. And I would just start chatting them up, having conversations and well, you know, not following the directions of my teacher. Mind right. You. Um, you know, she was like, get in there, get your info, get out. And I was just having a good old time. And my, my teacher would be like, well, Jessica, did you ask their names? Did you ask who they were? Did they ask what they were for you? And I was like, sure, I didn't. No, nope nope. nope, nope. Just <laughs> shattered them up at the bus stop. And, um, you know, she's like, well, you have to be aware of that and be careful of that. Um, and that was like the first thing of like, oh, like something I'm doing, being friendly, right? Being hello spirits and hello people in the real world was actually like, maybe not a good thing. Right. Then there maybe needed to be a little bit more of this awareness around, especially in that situation where I was going into get information, you know, it's, you know, not just to like talk all these spirits up without kind of knowing their purpose, because there can be, you know, non-helpful spirits we'll call them or not for you spirits, um, that just sort of distract from what you're getting into. So it really hit me hard Yeah. when I came out of it that I was like, Oh, um, and then I'm kind of in this aftermath still, of like, what the fuck do I want? How do I want to be treated? Um, and I've had to do that work for myself. I've had to just take care of myself and do things for myself and feel into what that feels like. So it's kind of also like, I think it's a more like battered and bruised kind of journey with boundaries. Cause you know, you learn a lot from the violations. You learn a lot from where you're missing things. And when you have cheese hole Swiss cheese boundaries like I did it was like yeah I was like oh my god so I think that also was hard to like I had so many holes to fix
1: (laughs) so many holes. don't
0: take that out of context in the cute little (laughs) post (laughs) I'm not
1: I'm I feel like boundaries is like easy for you boundaries easy for me I feel like it it, yeah once I became like (laughs) aware of them
0: okay Um, Natalie like pastors everything up in one day, paints it over. She's like, great. Done. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I still like, um, I would say different groups of people. It's easier for me to put boundaries up versus certain groups of people. Like friends are really hard. Mm. I'm not going to curse myself. Friends are an opportunity for me to have firmer boundaries because Yeah. I don't know. My friends were really so close to me growing up. Like I had a lot of like tumultuous relationships with my family members. Mm -hmm. So like friends are really where I sought solace Mm -hmm. growing up. And I, you know, thought that friendship meant like giving, 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 like, and then I had a really toxic friendship, which we've touched on. And I'm sure I'll touch on it again (laughs) in my adult life that taught me that, like, that's just not sustainable for me and the direction that I want to move in as like an aligned and empowered person. So I'm really grateful for that difficult friendship that came in and showed me how to have boundaries, even though it was a little rocky at first. <laughs> <laughs> you see how sensitive and careful
0: we're being with our words. I love it. Yes. Uh, um, but like, yourself. would you just say like, essentially, like you thought that if you had boundaries, you would lose those friends? I think unconsciously. Yes. Yeah. Like a, that was my fear.
1: Very scarcity know? mindset around like relationships. Like people were just going to leave, or like I wasn't enough to stick around for. Which I feel like everybody I've worked with kind of has those ingrained fears. Yeah. I mean, what do we see in the movies? It's always about like a strained relationship. People <laughs> leave. You know, like it's all of that that we've absorbed. Yeah. To like create this reality for us. Da-na-na, create your reality. <laughs> <laughs>
0: past episode go that way way.
1: (laughs) yeah boundaries I think are just so key to like your own soul's evolution Mm -hmm. and it's also going to help you attract the people that are aligned with that vision of yourself that you have
0: yeah um so one of the things we were chatting about was like, there's boundaries and then like, you know, sometimes they're not always the healthiest. Sometimes, you know, I meet clients and I look at their, and en- their energy and I'm like, they have like a freaking like 20 foot tower around them in terms of like protection and energy. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, one of the things we talked about was like healthy boundaries. And so this idea of like, you know, you want there to be some flow, you want there to be some flexibility, you want there to be some kind of, you know, um, understanding of things. That's kind of how I see like a healthy boundary of like, it feels good for me, but it also like feels good for the other person eventually. Right. Like this feeling of like it, it's, um, they kind of learn how to like respect that and see that within you, or they kind of like peace out of your life, right? you know? And I think that's the thing that people don't want to create boundaries for us because you will lose people. But here's the thing, you're going to lose people in your life all the time. People yeah. are so connected to like their families, <laughs> Look at me. I'm, like, you know, like, so connected to your families and your friends and these people, you're going to see them later. <laughs> you're it's see fine. Them Come on, it's fine. it's fine. But like people get so stuck on like these relationships and these friendships. And it's like, if we were a little less grippy, I feel like we'd have a lot more flow and learning with our relationships. But like, I feel like we sometimes stay in unhealthy spaces or unhealthy relationships with bad, unhealthy boundaries as we're still there to learn something. We're still here to figure something out about ourselves, I guess. Yeah. Our
1: unhealthiness, right? Our unhealthiness.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I feel like there's also a component when people set boundaries where they assume people aren't going to respect them or people are going to leave or people are going to get mad or whatever. So like by you setting a boundary, you're setting up this expectation basically for this, to resent this other person, whoever the other party is, work, coworkers, family, whatever, When like, start to view your boundaries as an opportunity to have Mm. a healthier relationship with them. That's a good point. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't start subscribing the outcome. Like don't attach to this outcome that's like all gloom and doom and I'm going to be left alone in the rain. (laughs) Like instead say like, I'm going to set this boundary and I'm going to give you the opportunity to grow with me
0: has anybody ever said to you, that's a boundary for me, or I've set boundaries. Like, has anybody actually communicated the word boundaries to you about their boundaries?
1: I'm not, nothing's really coming to mind that like, Oh, that's a boundary for me. But I also feel like I'm not one of those personalities. That's really invasive. (laughs) The boundary pushers. Yeah.
0: Pushers. Have you heard this before? Um, I think about it a little bit with like therapy. I learned a little bit like, man, at 50 minutes, your session is motherfucking over. Oh, we're talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even just things like that, we're just, you know, like you, you meet certain people and like, you just know you're not going to like cross the line with time or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though there's like a little bit of that wiggle room, they really hold that. That's and I boundaries. feel like when I have sat with different therapists, you can feel their energetics, and probably cause they're like, I got another fucking client to get ready for. Right. No, this and that. Um, but I can just feel that, that it's just, and I, I've, I admire that in people. Like I really admire people who have strong boundaries. Cause I, when I meet their energy,
1: I just know not to cross it. They never have to say anything to me. Right. They just have like, such instant respect, such respect for their own boundaries that like, yes. it's not even a thought that's going to cross your mind. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, I got to get there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> in that same thought. If somebody who is expressing a boundary or holding firm to their, Time frame, their schedule, whatever, um, respecting their boundaries. If that triggers you, then that just means like you are triggered by someone maintaining their boundaries because you don't always, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it shows up like
0: people like want to get in earlier, you know, with a session time. And, you know, my schedule is pretty full, which is awesome. Thank you, clients. I love you. Yeah. But I also get that like people trying to have babies and they're doing implantations and I, you know, I want to squeeze people in and move people around. And you and I have been talking about this because, like, our schedules were both going crazy a couple of weeks Wild. ago. what's going on? And so I like I have to like laugh at myself. This is what spirit does. I'm like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Rolling up my sleeves. Anytime somebody requests, I'm gonna do hashtag waitlist. And then if it's a priority, I'm gonna do hashtag priority waitlist so I can like find it. And here I am. I'm gonna organize all this stuff, right? And then literally. And I'm like stressing out and I'm like, I don't know, do I want to manage this and this and that, and looking into like wait list programs and calendar <laughs> stuff, you guys like going down this thing and then spirits like, or you could just let us move people's schedules around and open up spots for those who need it and trust that those who need it will get in. And I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> and then the heavens opened yes. and the angels sang, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, when you work with spirit in business, they will do that kind of stuff for you, but they will like love to watch you scurry around and try to figure it all out because we're human. And we're yeah. in that, like, a, you know, a go, go, go mindset sometimes in business owners. And you're wearing different hats and you're like, you know, should I be doing this? And then really, truly, when you just step back and, you know, and like the minute I held my boundaries spirit, like brought more people in for me. And they're like, the more that you rest, the more people will bring you. And I was like, what really? They're like, but you really have to rest. You really have to honor it. You really have to like hold that boundary. And that's Mm -hmm. hard because I want to help people. I want you guys to have your babies. I give up my Saturdays so that we could talk and you could get that piece of wisdom. But at the same time, it was a detriment because then by Monday I'd worked three days in a row and I was dead.
1: Mm -hmm. And I
0: know what works for my body and my schedule. And so I tried to push it just to kind of like experience it and kind of like confirmed. Yeah. Got to find another way. And
1: then spirit was like, how about my way? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Intuitive entrepreneurship is all about like going the 10% and allowing spirit to come 90. Oh, that's the quote. I love that.
0: Good. Only 10% we have to do, you guys. It's true.
1: I have to set that boundary and then they'll like move things to meet it. I know it's true. I don't quite believe it, but I know that you believe it. And I'm like, (laughs)
0: check rub off on me. I'm like 60-40 right now. (laughs) I love this 1090 though.
1: Gonna Mm -hmm. switch up my
0: percentages today. Take the work out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think boundaries help with that, right? It's kind of like, if you set those up and you really stick to them, then like, you don't have to spend time being anxious or worrying about things or moving things around. I mean, it's fine if you do, but like you start to realize like, oh, I can have more spaciousness, more free time, whatever, if I just set what it is that I want. And I think they can change, right? Oh, have you ever changed a boundary with anyone or any relationship? On the daily,
1: like your Ooh, okay. needs change. Oh. Like my scheduling needs, I guess if we're talking about scheduling boundaries, which has been such a thing lately, mm-hmm. like my needs change all the time. And I feel like we're in this really weird spot right now where time is doing some shady shit. Like, I don't know what time is out there doing, but it's weird right now. It's all over the place. I feel like I never know what day it is. Like lately the past couple of weeks, I don't like, I'm out of it with time. We're not friends this week. So I've had to create different boundaries and express my needs in like a different way this week than maybe I normally do. Yeah. Just because like, I can't attach too hard to these timelines right now. Yeah. Okay. So I've been having to set timers literally because
0: I cannot keep track of time. And I was a whole day off. My friend (laughs) had triplets delivered via C-section and I texted them and I'm like, so excited for you guys for tomorrow. Thinking about you. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like, actually it's happening in 20 minutes. And I was like, oh shit. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you know, so it's kind of cool that I ping them right. As they're about to have their babies, but also like that happens sometimes, you know, like needs change. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Um, Ooh, maybe like a little morning, like daily check. Like, yeah. Like, what boundaries do I need today? Because you're right. Like if I have energy and I'm excited, whatever, I can have more spaciousness, can see more people. If I'm not, I really have to pull in those social boundaries. And like, I feel, here's the thing that I feel weird about sometimes, maybe this is a projector thing, but like, I feel weird being like, I can only hang out with two people today, max (laughs) (laughs) and people, other people, extroverts and manifesting and and all those like, Whoa, people, people, they're like, what? But it, it feels like I feel like people are going to be like, oh, come on. Like you can do it. You can come out. And I'm like, I literally can't. They literally will do that. Can't.
1: If they you feel like that. you can't hold your boundary.
0: Yeah. See, they're just like, come on,
1: come they on. They will on. do that.
0: Yeah. And I usually will like give in. Um, right. But now I'm not. And they not giving in part, you know, you had to go through that like FOMO and social anxiety and all that kind of stuff. But more and more and more when I check in, if it's like a no or a eh for me, like I just have to not go. Yeah. You know, I think boundaries around protecting your energy is so important. And like you said, the more we awaken, the more sensitive we both become. So,
1: so sensitive. And if you are wavering on your boundaries, if you're like soft, if you have soft boundaries, other people are going to reflect that to you and be like, just one more, just come out for an hour. Let's just do this. Like, but if you are setting these boundaries from the inside, like you said, with like a firm, like this is my boundary, people aren't going to fuck with that. How do you set your boundaries so that they don't fuck with it? Like, I get this a lot in
0: my sessions. People are like, but how, 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 how? And I always kind of describe it as like that meditation or that visualization or that to your point, like intention plus awareness, right? You're just like, you're focused on your calling in, you're aware of your boundaries, you know, that's going to hold up. But how do you get them to just like work for you in the background?
1: I think if you're setting your intention to be aware of your boundaries first, right. And then, then things will be coming up to show you, like, are you going to choose to set a boundary here? Or are you going to choose to violate your boundaries here? Mm-hmm. Like once you're aware of where you are and aren't setting boundaries, opportunities are going to come up for you to be able to choose differently. You just have to be aware that you have a choice. So I think that opportunities um, that AKA awa-
0: people in triggers.
1: your face <laughs> triggers, <laughs> yeah. But you have to be, you hit the first step is just being aware. Like, does it make you feel shitty? Does it make you feel mm-hmm. good? If it makes you feel shitty, set a boundary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know what? You can be missed people. Yeah. It's good, it's good for people to miss you. You know, it's true. It's good. You know, just taking care of yourself and, and listening to that. And I think, I think all of this too, I think <laughs> this is why we kind of laugh about this, but like this is just like one part of your morning meditation, right? Like, yeah, there's, that's why somebody asked, you know, like, um, how long do you take to get ready in the morning? And I was like three hours. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of people were like, yeah, me too. You know? And I think it was funny because I think when I, the original sort of intention of when I hear get ready as a woman is put your fucking makeup on. Oh, geez. that what Christ. you think? Like, yeah. Get ready to, like go out in public and be in whatever. And like, da da da. And I was just, that was my first initial thing. of like, oh, that's what that means. And then when I took a step back, I was like, but actually for me, what it means to like get ready to function, it's like three hours. I like an hour to just meditate, like an hour to just kind of like putz around my house and put things away and get my energy spaced up. And like an hour for like movement and exercise, like maybe even four hours. Now I'm thinking about it. So it's like, you know, and to create that spacious boundary for myself felt so good, you know, instead of just being like getting up and serving people right away you know?
1: Yeah. That's like completely running off an empty tank. And I feel like it goes with like the hustle mindset, um, versus the more like aligned what we're doing intuitive entrepreneurship. You can't pour from an empty cup. So it's like your cup has to be full for you to be able (gasps) to serve and stuff. And speaking of cups, (laughs) guess what arrived? (laughs) Oh yeah. We're going to talk about that at the end, stay tuned to the end. Cause we're going to talk about cups. teaser, a cup surprise teasers. Teasers.
0: <laughs> teaser. teaser, teaser. Um, yeah. And I, hmm, I guess maybe here's a question for you because sometimes for me, spirit talks a lot in metaphors, like don't pour from an empty cup. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are like, well, how do I not do that? Or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's, it's up to you to figure out how to fill up your cup. Maybe even every day, it's a different way that you fill it up. Mm -hmm. And I think people are just like, no, just tell me how to fill up my cup. And I'm like, well, here's some ideas. Here's some common cup filler uppers, (laughs) (laughs) yoga, meditation, journaling, cards, whatever, you know, going for a walk nature. But it's like, it's so much more fun when it's custom to you. And I think that's the fun part of being on your spiritual journey. When you really take control and take the reins as hard and crazy and wild and everything as it all is it's so much fun because you're like getting to manipulate it and work with it and receive it and understand it. And it's fun. It would be boring if it was all just sunshines and roses. And you know,
1: I know, I feel like a lot yeah. of people come to healers intuitives and are like looking to get that prescription and are like wow. really Ooh. disappointed when they don't get it. But it's like, it's so personalized to you. Yeah. And people have gotten so accustomed to thinking that other people are the authority on them. They're like so out of touch with themselves. They don't even know what their boundaries are. I don't even know what makes me feel good.
0: Yeah. Um, here's a really fun boundary game to play with friends. You have to have a friend to do this. Okay. You can have three friends. Hopefully you have at least (laughs) one. Well, that's all I've got. So (laughs) kids work as well. They are considered friends, but, um, this is, uh, we did this in my shamanic training. Um, and so you have, you stand, you know, outside, I guess we can do it inside. <laughs> um, and then you have your friends kind of stand, you know, maybe 20 feet away. Right. And you close your eyes, kind of do some breathing, feel into your energetic boundary. Right. Then you have them walk towards you and you say, stop when you start to feel their energy. Mm. So sometimes people will end up like this close touching <laughs> you because they can't go any further and you have not felt their energy. Right. So you do it front, back and the sides. And it helps you kind of check like, where are my holes? Yeah. Where do people get in? Where is it kind of sneaky? Where do I need to kind of like, and this is helps for like physical boundaries as well as other things, but it's also just kind of fun to do. And it's really fun to do with kids. So it's just so fun. I do a lot. Like, I don't know if you do this, but like when I'm working on a concept like boundaries and it's kind of this like a theory of like what the fuckness, um, I try to bring it into the physical and I try to like spend time with physical boundaries i try to spend time doing things and somatic things to feel it in my body you know sometimes if i need like grounding i'll do like yoga poses because i like to experience this the topic that i'm working with in like all the different forms and shapes and sizes it helps me like understand it so sometimes you can't like access it in one way because you're like how do i do boundaries like what my guys are saying is like, literally like go look at a bunch of fences, right. Go look at a bunch of walls and leaves and just kind of look at how does nature create boundaries, you know, the Mm. bramble bushes and stuff like that. And start to like kind of picture that, you know, see the natural boundaries, how do animals create boundaries and that kind of stuff, right. Just get that inspiration from, from elsewhere.
1: Yeah. If it's hard for you to conceptualize, then definitely make it something tangible. Yeah. Is it hard for you to conceptualize?
0: No. (laughs)
1: No, I love it. I love it.
0: No, easy. I, would, I wonder what it's like
1: to be in your brain sometimes, Natalie. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to put you in surrogation for me? And then you can tell me what it's like to be in my brain? Yes. That sounds amazing.
0: I love walking around in people's brains. I love doing that. I love putting so people in fun. surrogation for things. It's yeah. kind of like um, constellation work. Is that the same thing where you're sort of like standing as an energetic representative?
1: Yes. That you're literally like a surrogate for the energy. There's just like a permission process to get you there. I love that. I love that. Um, What else do we want to
0: chat about with boundaries? Any like crazy boundary stories that you have good,
1: bad, or indifferent crazy boundary stories. No, I feel like I've always been a really clear communicator being like a Gemini I'm like my Mercury's in Gemini. Yeah. And like I have a Mars and Aries, so I'm just like, I can be really assertive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't allow people the space to cross my boundaries anymore. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm setting them, I feel like I wasn't setting them before. So it's not like I was allowing people to cross boundaries. I didn't have any boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so they couldn't cross anything because there were none there. But I can't think of anything specifically where like, I feel like a, a boundary. Maybe I guess with nursing. Mm. Um, and working, I mean, you can, I'm sure, relate working for a big, a large corporation. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Um, like they have a large corporation. I work for a giant health system. Has their agenda? They have their interests at heart, and especially in the field of nursing, they prey on nurses or they count on nurses being martyrs. Ooh, it is. Yeah. It is praised. It is held up on these pedestals, like. Yes. Nurses are martyrs. They're so giving, they're so loving. They'll do anything for these people, these patients. They'll put themselves in unsafe situations. They'll work for pennies because they like prey on this image of a nurse that is so highly praised in society. Like nursing has been one of the most trusted and respected professions in the country for like years. Yeah. But They prey on it and use it to their advantage because nurses are like, oh, I'm supposed to be a martyr. Oh, I have to give up everything in order to be a nurse because I'm fitting this ideal that's so trusted and so respected. And if you set a boundary, a lot of the times with a large corporation, like they might fire you because that's not their interest. They don't have your interests at heart. They have theirs. So I feel like I've encountered it in nursing. People will try to give you more patience than you can handle. And you have to say no. No. You have to say, no, is this going to be too much for me? Because at the end of the day, you are the only one responsible for yourself and your license. The yeah. hospital is not responsible for the safety of your license. Like you are. Yeah. So setting those boundaries as an employee, yeah. I feel like is crucial to your safety and like the well, like the safer you are, the better off the company is.
0: Yeah. That's actually a really good point. I never really thought about employee and employer boundaries, but yeah, I mean, they Huge. have boundaries of like, you have to be here for work at these times to which I was like, how flexible are these boundaries? I'm going to find out Find (laughs) out, and I sure did. I was like, "Hmm, how about I come in at 10 AM? Let's see what they do. How about I I work at Starbucks for an hour before I come in? Um, And actually they were pretty cool and pretty flexible with them, you know, but I also had, I also worked at places where like the CEO would walk around at like five 30 or six o'clock at night and see who was there and like appreciate them. And I was like, well, that's gross. What if somebody had to leave or do something? And like, you're appreciating them for staying late and working past a normal kind of working
1: hour anyway. You know, I didn't like that. I know. And it goes along with like allowing people to treat you, how you Mm -hmm. teach them to treat you. Like you have to set those boundaries to tell your employer how you're going to be treated. Or sometimes I would have employees that work for me and they'd be like,
0: I'm still at work. It's six 30. I was like, go, go home." home. I was like, your brain is dead. You're no good to me. Like you need to sleep. You know, you're no good to me. Like you know, you're no you're good no to work. T- you're no good to me. <laughs> like you're no good to like the work right now. Like the stuff that you're gonna put out after a whole day of work at six thirty. No, go no. On. But people would like want to be martyrs and like look at me. I'm staying so late. And I. It's definitely so praised. It's oh, God, so good. praised, and it's disgusting. And here's the thing: the praise lasts like boop. And the fucking bullshit that it creates in your life is just ever expanding.
1: So it's because it it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. And honestly, corporations just see you as a commodity. Sorry to tell you that people. I'm sorry to tell you, (laughs) but like, you have to set your boundaries with that to teach your employer, how to treat you, like how you want to be treated. And if those boundaries don't align, there are opportunities that will.
0: Yeah. Like take your lunch breaks right. Yes. Come in and leave on time. Don't work. I used to like live in San Francisco and I used to work in Oakland. Right. So it was a good hour and a half commute. Cause I lived way on the Richmond and I was in magazine publishing at the time. And I would on the whole commute in be editing pages and on the whole commute home, be editing. I mean, stacks five, six documents. Cause we had to, you know, get the, get the stuff ready for the publisher. And I just did it. Cause I was like, I will probably lose my job if I don't. And we won't get these pages done. And,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: what else am I going to do in my commute? Uh, you know, it's kind of okay, but God, so many violations, right? I could have just said no, but I didn't have like the guts or the gumption or the standing to think that I could, you know? I know. Yeah. That's why,
1: that's why we're here. That's why we're telling you that the system was not set up to support your boundaries, but you can yeah. change it. Like the reason yeah. the system is the way that it is, is because people have allowed it to be this way. Ooh, yeah. But the more people that stand up and say like, no, I am taking my lunch break. I did that yeah. the other week. It didn't go over well. Um, <laughs> but also not my problem. Like I deserve lunch. I get paid to go to lunch. So I'm going yeah. go to, lunch. but yeah, like the more that you say, this is how I'm going to be treated. The more people that stand up and say, yes, that's also how I want to be treated. The more the system will be able to change to support that.
0: And if you have that energy within you, you might just go find yourself a better job, right? Oh, that's you not will. You will. <laughs> you will. Okay. You will. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, I wanted it to be like flexible in that. No, no you but, will. <laughs> you will. You will. Like you'll feel so much better about yourself. You'll be like, I can't go into this bullshit anymore. And then you'll go like peace out, you know? And I remember I said to myself, like as soon as I hate driving into this job every day, I'm going to find a new job. And like that day hit and then off I went, you know? Cause it was just like, you can't, you can't be so disrespected all the time, you know, no. you can't have those, those constant violations in an environment like that. So that's partly that's why I work for myself. You know, I oh, just yeah. want to be around that.
1: I'm the nicest boss. <laughs> <to> myself, <laughs> I give myself lots of vacation days. Yes. I, if you have the opportunity or if you want to just become your own boss, can't recommend it enough. 10 out of 10, five stars. <laughs> I love that. It is. I I think it's fun. And people kind of say like,
0: ha ha ha. I traded nine to five to work 24 seven. But that again is your boundary friends. You don't have to work 24 seven. And I mean, how many times have I, I mean, I had a whole email thing with Natalie that I was like, Natalie, what do I do? How do I answer all these people's emails and this, that, the other. And it was just like, Oh, put an out of office on and tell them this and tell them that. And you know, you set the expectations. Like I would love Mm -hmm. to get back to you within two days. Sometimes, sometimes my days are so busy that it might be a week. And so I had to just set that. And then that settled it and people didn't keep coming in at me, you know? And like, if the more that you can realize and shift and adjust to the energies and check in with like, what is this? The easier you can kind of get back to your flow
1: is what I feel like. Yeah. Like if something is going on in your life that you feel overwhelmed by or bombarded with, like instead of being like, why is this happening to me? What instead say, what is this showing me? How can I, like, this is showing me where I need to set a firmer boundary or change things up or say no. Like ultimately your life is all about how you feel. So if it doesn't feel good, put something there that makes it feel good.
0: Yeah. You know, that emoji, this one, that's like my favorite.
1: (laughs) I love that emoji. And it's like, just no. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this one's like okay. I love that one <laughs> yeah but no it's a boundary yeah and like period if you want to do all cute like that period but like no you know and sometimes I'll put a heart like, if I just to soften somebody, the blow like no you know you know how <laughs> you seen those ones are like no and they say it mean they say it's sexy no well no but with a heart like no because I and the heart is actually like no because I love myself softly Softly, killing yes. you softly with kindness. <laughs> I will not be there. Um, but I've also found in the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic, coming into these like weird mixed hybrid social situations that like I immediate response is still no. And then I feel the override. I feel mm-hmm. the, like social obligation override. Oh, it's my friend's birthday. Oh, it's an important birthday. Oh, override, right? And then I kind of like have to go back and go like, okay, is this some, is this where I want to like expand my boundary today? Yeah. Definitely hitting my like social limit boundary. And so I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I can expand that. And then what do I need to do to like be prepared for that and hold that? But I can, it's really interesting to feel the boundary yourself being like pressured or touched or knocked on sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: I actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about the energy this weekend, because this is coming out on Monday. We're chatting on Friday and the Lionsgate portal is on Sunday. So the Lionsgate portal, I do, I'm going to be real honest being a hobby Mm -hmm. astrologer. Um, I don't look much into it, but I do know that portals are just like a lot of energy coming in. It's like our planet lining up with a star Sirius or something like that. And it's like basically all of these uptick in energies and activations that are coming in this weekend. Do you have any insight about that? Yes. Um, what I
0: kind of have been feeling around this one, this Lionsgate portal specifically, and for my own personal shift is, um, how am I serving myself and how am I also serving like the collective? Right. Mm-hmm. So like, as we expand our work and ourselves and our practices, like it might, we might be doing something that might be good for us, but like, how are we also incorporating what's good for humanity, society, the community, that kind of stuff, like expanding that a little bit more. Um, and so I've just been thinking about like, how do I take that singularity that, you know, lioness and that me, 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 I I kind of like have similar energy with Aries. I feel like Leo's are very much like about and expanding that into this, we, this energy of like, how do we, you know, with everything that's been going on, like, we're still in this very much, like, how do we care for all of society? How do we let our us, but really affect and help others. So that's what I've been feeling.
1: Yeah. That's that Leo Aquarius, um, polarity yeah. that like Leo Aquarius axis. Cause we have two full moons in Aquarius. The second one's coming up. I love that. Um, I also think too, just like the, it's the, the heightened
0: energy of portals. What I feel like with portals, when I think about them is like they're transitional spaces spaces. So like really think about like, what do you want to set up for the next six months? What is it about like your fame, your notoriety? Like, what are you here to do? What are you here to be proud of? And like, what can you really either talk about or start to plant seeds to get closer and more and more like sharing
1: mm-hmm. y'all
0: got to share your gifts. You know, y'all got to kind of come on out of the closet. They're hiding around this. I'm not spiritual psychic stuff. Cause they are, you are It's I bullshit. It. It's bullshit. You're lying out. to yourself. We, we need you. Wake yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot of of people waking up also. Yeah. At different stages and different ages. People are waking up in their sixties, people are waking up in their twenties, you know? And so we need people there to like support them, but also to kind of, again, help the whole collective. Um, yeah, but I didn't really know about the Lionsgate portal until a couple of years ago when I started like getting more into astrology, not so. quite a hobbyist.
1: I'm not quite a stay. hobbyist yet, but I don't, um, I don't have any planets in Leo or anything. So it's not like a huge, like heavy hitter for my chart, but it's, eh, it's there. I feel the
0: energy, obviously. What, um, are you going to do anything for the landscape portal or are you, what are you feeling around the energy yourself?
1: I'm going to be in the mountains. Um, so I think I might just pull some cards and see like, if anything's coming up for me, yeah, TBD, we'll see what yeah. comes up. I'll probably post on Instagram. So stay tuned for that one. A fun
0: one, my guys are just chatting now because they're like, oh, they love this stuff. Is mm-hmm. um, I have my tarot deck here. Um, is to shuffle your tarot deck and then um, find the strength card, which has a lion on it, mm-hmm. um, or find a card that represents Leo. Um, I don't know which one that is. Maybe it's maybe I think it's a little bit further down in the deck, but finding that card in your deck and then seeing the cards on either side of it just oh, yeah. as a reading of oh, like you know how can good. you call in leo energy or lions energy and you know that card is the strength card so it's like you know what's going to give me strength what do i have to let go of so that's I just like that. that kind of stuff you know just kind of i i again feel light about this and i think that's important to note like some solar eclipses or some energies or some seasonal changes i'm like let's do it candles witches the whole thing <laughs> and then other things
1: i'm like eh, that's yeah nice. this one just feels nice and light yeah. And I think you always have to like, listen
0: to that. You don't have to like do something on every single ceremonial day. If you don't want to, if you don't feel it. Oh no, I don't.
1: I actually rarely do. I don't do it a lot.
0: I'm trying to more and more because I just like the rituals. I like, mm-hmm. the, I like the sort of set collective time to all be doing something and thinking about something and honoring something. That's fun mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. When you put that collective stuff. spin. Yeah. 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 Well, we also have something really fun for this Lionsgate portal and we're officially launching the podcast since we're live on iTunes now. Woo, woo, woo. Um, and we just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening and we want to find more listeners. So we are going to be doing a giveaway because that always works. <laughs> it always works. <laughs> and we just like love you guys and we want you to be involved. So if you guys want to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh rate leave a rating and then a little review and then follow us on instagram we're also going to be posting on instagram uh, when the day that this podcast comes out so if you'll share it in your stories or on your feed and tag some friends in it you might have the chance to win jess okay we got these super cute mugs.
0: I can go get them um, there. I didn't open them. I kind of want to do a little package reveal, um, oh. but we got these cute little mugs called. They have their white coffee cups and they say here for the weird. Cause you so are cute. We're going to post them on Instagram. So go look for the cute photos there. Yeah. You're also, so we have two for us because we're the hostesses, <laughs> with the hostesses. <laughs> and we want you to see the <laughs> cups, but we have two to give away. Yeah. Um, we're also going to put in an intuitively chosen crystal for you. Mm-hmm. Because we love our crystals love. and a, a card for maybe this cycle, maybe this six months, however you want to see it. Um, and we're going to intuitively choose um, a tarot card or an oracle card for you and pop that in as a little gift. Yeah, so thank
1: you. Yeah, just for saying thank you for spreading the weird. We're so excited to be doing this podcast. Um, we don't know where it's going, but that's the beauty of it. Here's <laughs> we love that you- ride. <laughs>
0: And we love that you guys think that we're funny because we think we're funny. Um, yeah. And just the feedback we've gotten, just in the texts and the DMS and the messages, it's just been so grateful. Um, and just this encouragement that if you want to start something with your friend, just do it. Yeah. Fuck
1: it. Be weird. <laughs> do it. The world needs your weird. I'm so glad you swear. Cause I was like, I'm swearing a lot this episode, but I swear a bunch. I apologize but. if you have children in the car. Um, <laughs> They need to learn these words sooner or later. I kind of hear them. You can explain them.
0: (laughs) So come join our contest. Um, Maybe we'll give it away on the 22nd, right? So we'll give you some time to enter, to tag, you know, and then we'll get it all shipped out to you. So you have it ready to go.
1: Yes. I love that. That's going to be so fun. Okay. So we'll, we're launching this live officially today, which when this airs will be Monday, um, go to our Instagram account at no such thing as normal pod, uh, to see all the details and what it'll take to get you entered. And we are going to be picking two winners and they will be announced on the 22nd. Is that a Monday? Oh. Is that a Monday? Are we I don't know, but I see how that numerologist worked out for us. You guys, we didn't even fucking plan that. It just really, it works. It's a Sunday we'll announce on a Sunday, but then we'll officially announce on the podcast. So, oh yeah. I like that. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you guys think of the podcast and your reviews. Trust
0: me. We read all of them. (laughs) Yes. And if Natalie or I can help you with sessions, let us know. We have our calendars on our um, Instagram bios, and we would love to help you Manifest some stuff, get your mindset ready, clear out your subconscious, talk to your spirit guides, babies, whoever we can connect with to help you kind of get more into alignment and get those tight ass boundaries.
1: We love those tight boundaries. Yes. If you need help setting those boundaries, um there's probably a subconscious reason why it's hard for you. And I'd love to help you figure that out. I'm actually gonna open my calendars for September soon. So mm-hmm. look for that. Any final thoughts, Jess? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. That was a boundary. I was like, nope, nothing to say. <laughs> Thanks for coming again. Please subscribe, rate, review. We love you guys, and we'll see you on the gram. Bye. Bye. <laughs>